This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome on this Wednesday morning, August the 17th, 2022, to the Affirm America podcast. Hey, we got really nice blue skies this morning and the sun is rising. Got a nice little cool air this morning. Nice sleeping weather. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Some great news today we're going to talk about. The Wyoming results are in. These are your top five headlines for Wednesday, August 17, 2022. Let's start off with headline number five. Biden forgives additional $4 billion of student loan debt, bringing the total up to $32 billion from the Daily Wire. The U.S. Department of Education announced Tuesday that it would cancel about $4 billion in the remaining 208000 federal student loans for borrowers who attended ITT Technical Institute from 2005 until the for-profit college chain dissolved in 2016. Officials said the debt forgiveness comes after the department reviewed extensive internal records, testimony from ITT managers, and recruiters, and first-hand accounts from borrowers allegedly defrauded by the quality of the Institute's programs. NBC News, the Education Department said the Biden administration has now canceled $32 billion in loans for students whose institutions took advantage of them, as well as for public service workers and disabled students. Okay, well, a couple things stick out to me. And I think we need to really uh, seriously consider this, the fact that the federal government is backing uh, loans. Uh, I don't think they have any business in being collateral debt holders. I think this is something that needs to stop. We're seeing that the colleges are becoming very, very much overpriced, putting students in positions where they rack up huge amounts of debt, without any counseling on where they're going, what their careers are, and why should us, the taxpayers, have to bail these guys out? Especially this this company, which is a for-profit college, and now the administration is bailing them out because they made bad decisions, bad business decisions. So this, uh, this needs to stop. We need to get out from underneath this. Let the colleges take on all the responsibilities because they're making boatloads of money and they need to manage it just like anyone else does and get the government out of there, especially when they start busting up loans. Let us think about this in the midterms and let's get rid of these uh, government-backed student loans. All right, headline number four, CBS Evening News alleges FBI did not take Trump's passports from the Daily Wire. Is the legacy media ever embarrassed or angry that it consistently gets fed false information and repeats it verbatim in order to push anti-conservative narratives, or does it enjoy being a mouthpiece for the government? Monday evening, CBS' Nora O'Donnell implied that the Department of Justice, 
did not take former President Donald Trump's passport, contrary to his claims earlier in the day. Taylor Butowich, the evening anchor, was once the pinnacle of journalism, but clearly Nora O'Donnell is intent on changing that. After 16 hours and a Twitter fact check, this massively viral and dishonest tweet stands. Okay, well, Nora O'Donnell really has to step down from her position. The fact that she's being fed information from directly from the White House that is false narrative, and she's regurgitating that information shows that she's not an, an honest broker when it comes to honest information to the public. And uh, we already found this out about the New York Times uh, journalist that's now suing the White House because he was directly kicked off Twitter as a result of pressure from the White House to deplatform him from Twitter, and he's now suing the White House over this situation. So we need to uh, put the fire, the feet to the fire for the government to not interfere in our First Amendment rights and not to be a mouthpiece for the media. The media is shameful. They're not real journalists anymore. They're just arms of political persuasion coming out of the White House. And uh, we need to look to other sources of information and not the mainstream media. All right, headline number three. Trump popularity among Republicans spikes due to FBI raid. From the Washington Examiner, former President Donald Trump's favorability has increased since the FBI raid of his Mar-a-Lago estate last week, according to a poll. Results from a morning consult Politico survey have shown the raid further energized Trump's supporters, expanding the former president's lead over Governor Ron DeSantis, Republican from Florida, by 10 points with an overall lead of 40 percentage points if the primary election were to take place today. Morning consult. Trump's improvement has come to the detriment of Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, whose 2024 support has slumped 5 percentage points since late July to 16%. Similarly, a record high 71% of GOP voters say that Trump should run for president in 2024. Okay, so I think everybody can see that a lot of these attacks on Trump, especially the DOJ and the recent raid of Mar-a-Lago, these are all attempts to stop uh, President Trump from running in 2024. This is the whole motivation. Nothing other than that. This is just a narrative to try to knock down the supporters, and it's backfiring on them. Trump supporters are more energized now than ever, and it's only going to drive Donald Trump to run again in 2024. So if their intention was to knock Trump out, well, they've uh, got another thing coming because he may announce here pretty soon that he's going to be running again. And it's just a, a result of uh, what's going on with uh, the Department of Justice and how the Democrats have been running their administration in this new election with Joe Biden in the last 18 months. Let's see how it all shakes out. The midterms are coming up soon. It's a real good indicator of how things are moving along. Liz Cheney lost by huge margins in Wyoming, which tells you that uh, where the American people are at as far as what they're thinking about and what they're supporting. All right, headline number two. Liz Cheney loses the seat to Trump-endorsed Harriet Hageman. 
Insider, former President Donald Trump strengthened his grip over the Republican Party on Tuesday evening with Representative Liz Cheney's primary loss in Wyoming. Harriet Hageman, a Trump-endorsed lawyer, defeated Cheney. Poll after poll showed Hageman ahead of Cheney with a poll earlier this month from the University of Wyoming showing her trailing by nearly 30 points even. As one of Trump's biggest foes, Cheney's primary race has been a particularly exciting one to watch. She was particularly vocal about voting to impeach Trump in January of last year, with his Senate trial not occurring until he had already left office. Her anti-Trump crusade became such a distraction to her party that she was removed from her position as House Republican Conference Chairwoman in May of last year and was replaced by Elise Stefanik. Republican from New York, who still holds the position. So Liz Cheney, who was uh, at one time a very uh, well-respected congresswoman, has fallen from grace, and she is uh, no longer favorable. She was spit out like a fish hook, uh, a trout that spit out his hook, and she is uh, gone. She she lost by a huge margin. I think she got about 28% to 60%. 68 percent or something like that i mean it was just a complete slaughter of liz cheney she just became completely obsessed with with trump that was her whole message just the the voters in wyoming rejected it and they just threw her out and she is uh she's gone and i don't think she's going to be able to come back anytime soon american people did not like her attitudes and her approach and uh the voters have spoken. All right, headline number one. Biden officially signs inflation reduction bill. From the Daily Wire, President Joe Biden signed the Inflation Reduction Act into law on Tuesday, a move heralded by the Biden administration as a huge win and by Republicans as a devastating loss. The legislation passed the United States House of Representatives and Senate last week, allocating $740 billion towards Internal Revenue Service, IRS funding, the Affordable Care Act subsidies, green energy subsidies, and tax credits, and more. From CBS, despite its name, the extent to which the bill will help lower inflation remains to be seen. A model from Penn Wharton says the bill won't measurably affect inflation, and the Congressional Budget Office called the impact on inflation negligible this year before, helping lower inflation in later years. From the RNC research, tax hikes, the Biden inflation scam will increase taxes on hardworking Americans. The supersized IRS is going to be getting about $20 billion in new revenue by auditing people that make under $400,000 a year. So as the old saying goes, don't listen to what people say, listen to what they do. And the Democrats are always been telling you how much they're for the middle class worker and how much they care about the middle class and you know joe biden gets up there with his aviator glasses and makes you feel like he's just one of you well just look at how they voted tells you everything you need to know about the democrats all these radical ideas i mean they just increased eighty-seven thousand irs agents that are weaponized with guns to come in and audit people making less than four hundred thousand dollars that means everybody Pretty much, there's a very small percentage that are above $400,000 in income. 
And that's where all the money is. That's where they're going. They're going to attack the middle class on, on their taxes. They just spent a whole bunch of money on subsidies for green energy and health care costs. It's, uh, it's just absurd. And it's, gonna, it's, gonna, it's not going to reduce inflation. It's, just gonna, it's like throwing gasoline on inflation. So that's what you get. We got it. Elections do have consequences. And uh, the midterms are coming up here pretty soon. And once the Republicans take back both the House and the Senate, hopefully they can do something to unravel this mess because it's, we're going to feel the repercussions of this. And there are huge spending bills, $3.8 trillion since he's been in office just a little over a year and a half. It's, uh, it's just crazy. Let's just hope the Republicans do something to dig us out of this big hole the Biden administration put us in. All right, those are your top five headlines for this uh, Wednesday, August 17, 2022. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. God bless you, and we'll see you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it. 